You are listening to the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Enjoy the show. <laughs> And welcome back to Kill the Dead Podcast. I'm your host, Ash, and tonight I am joined by Devin. Say what's up, Devin. What's up, Devin? <laughs> <laughs> so corny, sorry. Yes, but it's okay. Still love it. So I know y'all probably listening like, okay, where the hell is Gray? Well, Gray has to pack because he's going on a trip and he don't love us no more. So you're stuck with us. I'm just kidding. <laughs> But <laughs> well, we do have a special guest tonight. It's one of our good friends. Drum roll. <laughs> Everyone, say hello. We'll just imagine you saying hello because we know you are. Say hello to Mark. Hello. Hello, everybody. Hello. Mark. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? <laughs> How are you, Mark? I am good. I, look, I have been dying to get on the show. I don't know what's to hold us being, <laughs> but I'm glad to be here. And I'm I, so <laughs> I am so glad that you're here, Mark, because I love to hear that Southern ac- accent yes. from you. It is so like, it's, it's, it's so like, soothing. It's like really? a Beyonce in a way. Just Really? <laughs> okay, know. that you just blew my head up a little bit. <laughs> Beyonce, like, Read a book before? No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna drag her. Sorry. I love her. <laughs> yeah, I, I for the longest time, y'all, I didn't like. I did not like my voice at all. Like I was like always when people ask me like, "Can I hear your voice?" I'm like, "Why? Like why you hear my voice?" Like shit. And then I'll sit there and say something, and I would get one or two responses like, "Oh, he hella country," or "Are you sure you're not gay?" <laughs> <laughs> I hate hearing my voice, so I get it. Yes, same here. <laughs> oh, y'all got beautiful voices. Oh, thank you. I'm oh, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, as y'all just heard, this is Mark's first time on our lovely show. Mm. So, I thought it would be just appropriate that we have some icebreaker questions. So, wait, we get to go home. Mark, wait a minute, Mark. This is your first time on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were here like a long time ago. Oh, no. Oh, man. I've, I've been listening to y'all for a long time. Because <laughs> we talk all the time. I'm like, okay. All right. Yeah. I guess I'm taking edibles. Shit. All right. <laughs> I'm trying to get on it, though. I'm trying to get on it. <laughs> Excuse me. But yes, I just thought it would be appropriate to ask some questions so we get to know you a little better. Mm, okay. So, you ready? I'm ready. Okay. What's the square root of 160? I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just All say, right. Mark has left the chat. <laughs> All right. I think the first question I will start off with, what is your favorite decade of horror? The 1980s, because they brought it. 
The yes. 1980s mm. brought it. And I feel like I'm still discovering stuff from the 1980s that are just, it, it, it's just a vast era for damn good horror movies. It's like all best were off during the 80s. Yes, I agree. <laughs> like 1 <Yes>. million percent. <laughs> That's like, well, like a week ago, I was just watching Sleepaway Camp for like the millionth time. And I'm just sitting there like getting weak and like acting like I've never seen this movie before. <laughs> but it's like they like it's just something about the 80s. Like they gave zero fucks. They did not care. Right. And right. it's just like, ugh, I just love it because it's like now you got to kind of play a little too safe. But it's whatever. Listen, I <laughs> I mean, look at the stuff they got away with with like Night of the Demons. That was my first time seeing a full like female's crotch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not to try to be like really like you know, but I'm just saying it was just like when um Linnea Quigley, Suzanne Rice that dress up. Oh, I'm like, yeah. oh my god! Like I was like. I'm like, whoa, they, but I know probably that was my first introduction to some stuff, something like that. And I, I hadn't seen Return of the Living Dead yet. So, yeah. but it was just the fact that they did something like, y'all probably like, that's, 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 that's nothing, Mark. But for somebody growing up <laughs> in a small country town, <laughs> it was like, oh my God, boy, what you now watch? <laughs> All right. So. Yeah, there's something about like, 80s horror movies that have a certain rewatchability factor to them that right. I wouldn't say like the 90s and 2000s horror doesn't have, but it's, it's something also kind of rock and roll about the 80s horror movies too that the other mm-hmm. decades don't have. Yeah, I totally mm-hmm. feel that. Like, oh, they just went there? Oh, yes, they did. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the next question, if you were to teach a horror 101 class, what three films would you show? Oh, well, Nightmare on Elm Street is a, is a requirement. Like, 2010? I'm just kidding. Oh, God, no. <laughs> that, is, that is my Black Christmas 2019. <laughs> oh, God. And there you have it. We got the Black Christmas 2019 on the episode. I was just, I was just saying, that's my, that's my, like, when people break up Nightmare on Elm Street 2010, I'm like, what? There was a Nightmare on Elm Street 2010, <laughs> but um, but it would be a Nightmare on Elm Street. That'd be a requirement. And if anybody did bring up the 2010 uh, version, I would flunk them on the spot. Um, two would probably be Neither Demons, um, and then three would probably be oh, that's hard because I want to go between Scream and uh, Nightmare Three. Yes. That's good. <laughs> Teach them how to make a sequel. There you go. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So those would be my three. Okay. Okay. All right. Just uh, probably two two more questions. Okay. What are your go to movie snacks? Hmm. I'll be honest, y'all. Whatever's in the refrigerator. Like I would <laughs> have a whole. I would go from a big bowl of ice cream to popcorn to a pizza <laughs> and still end up calling DoorDash to bring me something else over here. See, this is why Mark and I are friends. Because, <laughs> like, I get it. <laughs> I mean, because I know people like, I gotta, get, I gotta have popcorn. I'm like, girl, you better put some shit in the microwave and keep it moving. Because, <laughs> I right. mean, I eat popcorn, but it's like sometimes, you know, it, 
it's one thing to have popcorn in your house. It's another mm-hmm. thing to get popcorn from the theater. It's like, yes. I don't know what it is about how they make the popcorn in the theater. You think it's like it's from the, all from the same thing. Mm-hmm. But I'm guessing it's just the fact that they have some type of secret ingredient that I just, you know, give me a small popcorn. I don't fuck the popcorn <laughs> like that. Just give me a Extra small chemicals. popcorn. <laughs> right. You know, and, but if you get to the house... I, I even tried Bethany Frankel's Skinny Girl Popcorn, mm. and I was like, this is cool, but this is nothing to make me want to watch a movie with. You know what I'm right. saying? So, but give me a pizza. Uh, <laughs> and I'm not talking about like a little personal pan pizza. Give me a full-on large. Mm-hmm. And with I was the sitting wings. there with the wings. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. Shit. I'd be sitting yes. there. And that shit would last me all night. I would go through like two or three movies. Like, you know mm-hmm. what? I feel like getting another slice, you know, and maybe two more wings. And then that shit ends up being, you look up like, damn, I ate the whole thing. And the wings. Mm-hmm. Shit. Hey, you got your money's worth. True. Story of my life. <laughs> They probably mm-hmm. like the people. People of the people, police place of her. Like, dang, there she go again. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> the folks got to the point where they know to knock on my door and just be like, "We want to make sure you get your piece, because you know COVID and everything." And this, <laughs> I got to, I know their first names and stuff. We hadn't seen you in a long time. I was like, I was holding my my budget was a little funny. I couldn't call you. <laughs> like, what you watching tonight? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like, oh, you see, you got you got we got your horror stuff up. I'm like, that's year round. Yeah. <laughs> this is nothing new. Nothing. You should know by now, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. So, one more question, and I, huh? and I was gonna say before, like my own personal collection, but I thought it would be cool because our tonight episode. So. If you were to go to prom or any like school dance, who would be your date? Carrie White or Mary Lou? Mary Lou because she's with the shits. <laughs> <laughs> because I know I would have to worry about coming like Carrie. I had to sit there and worry about her being a little clingy. I love the girl; she's sweet and everything. Though, but if I walked off to go do something else, like just go get a drink or something. I'm scared she will have like a conniption fit and then just fuck us all up. Uh-uh, but Mary Lou, <laughs> Mary Lou, Mary Lou would be like, I'm like, girl, look, we came here together. You my beard. Okay, so you go have fun <laughs> and go do your thing. And because that's what happened. I, I, I could say that for later though, but that actually happened at um, the prom that I heard about. So it was because I, did, I, I didn't go to mine, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll be Mary Lou. I think she, but she would have, she'd be a good time. She'll know where the good, um, she have all the good drinks. I don't mm-hmm. smoke, but I'm pretty sure she'll have edibles on hand. <laughs> you know, so it's just the fact that I'll be, I'll be content with going with Mary Lou. And then I just tell her like, look, whenever you're ready to sit here and show the fuck out, let me know so I can exit stage left and get in my car and go home <laughs> and not know that. <laughs> When people ask me, well, what happened with Mary Lou? I don't know. I came home. She, she went home. It's, you know, it's not about who you go with. It's about who you go home with. And I'm just in the house. You know what I'm saying? So I just sit there and tell them just like that. Like, I'm at the house. I know what Mary Lou. I am done. I love that answer. That was that was a good one. Me too. What about you, Devin? That would be a good question to ask you. Oh, you know, I'm going with Mary Lou oh, all the yeah. way. I mean, 
we, I mean, you know, she likes to drink. She likes to cuss people out. Um, if she forced me to have sex with her, I would, you know, it's very late. <laughs> so I'll basically be her bitch that night. <laughs> and Carrie White's ass. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. And you know yeah. what? And you know what? And that would be and that'll be the catalyst right there. Carrie White would sit there, and Mary Lou would sit there and say some shit to Carrie White, and it would be on. And I'm like, yeah. y'all for this this whole goddamn School ground is gonna be tore the fuck up. I'm finna, I'm really finna leave campus now because y'all's finna yeah. sit there like, no, no. Nah. Like, it'll be, it'll be, we'll be the ones sitting there saying, Carrie, get on my goddamn there. Like you said, like, <laughs> she get on my goddamn there. You see her over there. She's too oh, antisocial. Like, and I right. get it. Like, I identify with Carrie more than I do Mary Lou, but <laughs> like, but Carrie, I don't want to be in a date with somebody and she's like, no, let's not vote for ourselves. Like, get the fuck out of here. It's high school prom. Vote for ourselves. All right, I want that crown. You know, she, I got to deal with your crazy ass mama too. No, I'm going with Mary Lou. Right, <laughs> right. You got hey, you got to make sure you leave the house before um mama um white sit there and slice your ass or something like that. Yeah. Oh Who would you God. go with, Ash? Yeah. Oh, um, uh, I would say I'll I'll go with Mary Lou. I I have to. Mm-hmm. I, I I love Carrie and it's like I feel bad for her and, I, and she's the type right. of girl I'll be friends with. But yeah. once I see her eye twitching and widened up open, mm-hmm. I'm good. Uh uh-uh. uh, no. Nope. <laughs> like walking on eggshells around her, I'm good. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> the like passive aggressive self. Right, Mary yeah. Lou be like, "Are you a little snake from this flash?" I'm like, "Okay, girl, pass it over." Yeah, I got it. Yes. Oh, you try. Yeah. Oh, oh, you want to go back? Mary to Lou it? was so trifling. I know we're not talking right, about that tonight, she but she was, was so trifling. She was like I the Portia Williams of, of horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, talk about listen. That, that, look, that's that's the um that's the epitome of it's not who you go who, who you come with, it's who you go home with. <laughs> right, it's who can guarantee a three episode spinoff. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I've been sitting there. Everybody been blowing my phone up. Like, what the fuck's going on with Portia? And I was like, look, I haven't watched the Real Housewives of Atlanta in like four or five seasons though. But she's doing some dirty ass shit. I keep uh-huh. up with the fuckery. <laughs> it was it was Carrie. It was like covered by CNN. That's how big. <laughs> exactly. It was on CNN. I'm like, why is CNN covering Housewives? <laughs> Because <laughs> like, CNN slick be messy. That's why I. Uh, yeah. That's why I rock with them. They slick messy sometimes. I was mad at them when they did the whole literal Britney watch back in the um, when I was in college. Every time Britney Spears did some crazy, they oh, would wow. break in, and it was always Edison Cooper. I was like, you old queen, <laughs> <laughs> you were so messy. I was like, stop, Edison, stop this. And, and, but yeah. So for tonight's episode, I don't know why I said tonight, because who knows, someone might be listening to the morning time. But for today's episode, <laughs> we are re- <laughs> we are reviewing prom night 1980. Yes. Yes. So Devin, would you mind lending us your sexy voice and do the synopsis? <laughs> Courtesy of IMDb. Uh, <laughs> hold on, let me get my wet floor sign. Okay, hold on. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, a, I'm ready. At a high school senior prom, a mass killer stalks four teenagers who are responsible for the accidental death of a classmate six years previously. I have questions about the synopsis, but 
I'll do that during the show. Okay. Because <laughs> I, right. I have questions too. Right. <laughs> All right. So prom night, it's cast. We have Leslie Nielsen as Mr. Hammond. Jamie Lee Curtis as Kimberly Hammond, Casey Stevens as Nick, Anne Marie Martin as Wendy, um, Michael Toe as Alex Hammond, and yeah, that's like the top billing according to IMDb. So that works. Yeah, it works. We we got the import. We got Jamie on there. We got Auntie Jamie. So we're good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so first, I think I would like to hear your like initial thoughts on the film. So <laughs> since I'm hosting, I don't have to go first. So <laughs> Mark, with you being our guest, what were your thoughts on prom night? Prom Night is one of this. It's a. It's like again. It's a classic eighties movie. It. I was. I will watch it whenever I get bored because. I, I, I enjoy. It's a good slasher. It's a good slasher. Kind of set the stage for a lot of other slashers during the time period. You know, fresh off of Halloween. You know, they got Jamie mm-hmm. Lee Curtis in here to, you know, give us give us some razzle dazzle. But I loved it. I really did. I. I think that out of the four prom night movies because i don't count the 2008 one um out of the four (laughs) prom night movies it would be second behind hello mary lou so yeah what about you Devin? i enjoy this movie i really like it i don't think if you were a like born say and year 2000 and forward mm. that you would like this movie because it's it's super slow paced mm-hmm. <laughs> certain scenes is very dark it's hard to see what's happening um but the movie it's i like the movie the movie was influenced by other films obviously halloween and when a stranger mm. calls but the influence of this film can be felt in later films like i know what you did last yes summer. Yeah. i'm glad so, you said that yeah. yeah. So I, I appreciate it from a historical standpoint in terms of its place in horror. But just as a viewer, I enjoy it. It's it, there's there's plot holes and the movie is flawed deeply. Mm. But um, I, it's still a good time for me. Yes, I absolutely agree with both of you. It's now granted, I did see the 08 version before I seen this one, mm. which I re- which I regret because like it took me a while to get into the whole like horror movies and stuff. So I was like slowly making my way, but I enjoyed this movie. I feel like, um, like it is a little slow paced. It does take a little while to get into like the meat of the, of like the film and stuff, but it's a good movie. It's a fun film. Um, and plus you get to see auntie Jamie doing her thing on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. There you go. I mean, that's I mean, that's one one of the best scenes, like or not best scenes, but like my favorite scene in the whole film. But um her bitch and dance moves. Yes. Like the dance, like the dance scene, and then like I actually like the characters. They actually felt like high school students. Right. Right. Like, yeah. They definitely yeah, yeah, for sure. I got a the one thing that bothered me about the movie though, it was like they were so, I guess the kids were so wrapped up in going to prom that they didn't realize that they killed, they <laughs> had a hand <laughs> killing somebody. Like, and I was like, because you know, 
you get these strange calls and stuff, and you know it's like around the anniversary of this girl's death, and it's like, okay, it's not that's not ringing on y'all at all. But they're like, oh, I'm just trying to figure out like what I'm gonna do. And so 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 said this, and I'm like, the only person who should be completely clueless was Kim, you know, uh, mm. Jamie Lee Curtis. So it's like, cause she wasn't there. It's just like you know. <laughs> right. uh, Cause it, and also, like you said, it's like a lot of plot holes. And I'm thinking to myself, like, how the hell? No, no, no never, never mind, never mind, never mind, never mind. I, I get it now. I get it now. It's just because I keep because the, the okay because um I keep forgetting that the younger brother, but the um the girl who died, Robin, and her twin brother are a year younger than them. It's just uh-huh. that's what threw me off a lot when I every time I watched the movie. I'm like, wait a minute. So how the hell? But I keep forgetting that I hung out with a lot of older kids in school too. So I had to keep reminding myself that, like, they're not in the same grade. They're just, you know. But anyway, but no, I was like, that would be, I couldn't function knowing that I probably, I had a hand of somebody getting killed. And I would have probably been like Julie James on prom night. Except, like, you know, just, like, looking like, what's wrong with you, Mark? I, 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 I you know, just, just jittery throughout the entire movie but they was like going about their lives like there was no tomorrow like <laughs> this is the yeah. best night of our lives and we're gonna do all of this and we're gonna she took my man and i'm gonna get her ass back for that and man. It's like, mm. <laughs> yeah they were way too adjusted to be murderous <laughs> of a young child six years prior right and well, it's we- only six years yeah well at least with like the, uh nick's character he starts realizing like man i um uh, I love you, Kim, but uh, there's something I need to tell you. I, <laughs> I killed you. I, I killed have, your sister. You're right. Mm. <laughs> mm. Oh my god, too crazy. <laughs> so yes, in the beginning, <laughs> in the beginning of the film, um, you have a group of kids. They're in like this abandoned warehouse, and they're playing. I'm guess it's just gonna be murderer. I don't know. They kept saying murder, murder. <laughs> The name of the game is called The Killer. Okay. I don't understand the rules of the game right. and how it plays. I tweeted this last night, and it, it wasn't really meant to be a joke. Like, for real. What is the goal of the game, and how do you play it? And little Miss uh, Wendy, she took it too serious. I put down my notes. I'm like, she taking this too serious. Okay, you spoke. Mm-hmm. Yeah! Yeah! Mm-hmm. <laughs> but- yeah. Because <laughs> Wendy was like the main, she was the person who was it, who was like trying to find all the other kids, right? Yeah. So then she, why is that when Robin found Nick, he like turned on her and he's like, here, killer. I, like, was, shouldn't he be hiding too? Right. Mm-hmm. I remember him complaining about him, like her um, going to rat him out in terms of like, you're going you're gonna to make her find me, get away. And I'm like, Dude, it's not that serious. It's just a game, like. But you're also ruining the game because you you're screaming. You're announcing where you are too. And then when they do find Robin, like as a game, like what are they supposed to do? To say, hey, tag her in, and then now it's her. She's the one in charge. But like, but they started to torture her. Like, uh-huh. Was that is that the rule? Like, how does this play? Oh no! So, um, listeners, if you're familiar with this game, <laughs> please let us know. <laughs> I think it, I think it's a Canadian game. If it is, oh, <laughs> this yeah. is a Canadian movie. We should call the cast of Grassy Axe if they ever played it. Yeah, here I got I got Drake's number. Hold on, Ayo. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, <laughs> but yes, a uh, group of kids are playing 
that game in a warehouse. Robin finds them and they torment her and she falls to her death. And the group of kids make a pact to not say a word. And you know what happens when you make a pact? Mm-hmm. Something's going to happen years later. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, moving forward, like, what was it, six years later? Oh, mm-hmm. uh, so it, is Kim the oldest? Yeah, she's the oldest. So, Kim and her brother, Alex. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Alex. Kim, Alex, and their parents are visiting Robin's gravesite on the anniversary of her passing. And uh, we cut over to some of the group of kids that we've seen earlier in the film receiving mysterious, creepy phone calls. And what I like about this scene is that, like, when one person answered the phone, it flashes back to them as a kid. So that way you knew who was who. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah, me too. And they did really good casting. Right. Because I I could believe those young kids would turn out to be the, you know, the older versions of their characters. Right. I co-signed it. I I I think I hit I I was more I felt like I'm trying to remember her name. Kelly. I feel like Kelly was the one who I was you know, more because she's kind of like, was she kind of like a, a little bit of an airhead or just I a think dreamer? So. Yeah. And I was, I was feeling her. I was feeling her. So I was like, yeah, she has completely forget that, that, that she killed somebody like six years ago. But she was just, <laughs> she was more worried about losing her virginity and stuff. And I'm like, girl, I understand. I get it. <laughs> she's like, I think I'll just let him go ahead and do it. I'm like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> she was cute. She was adorable. Yeah, she was. A, yeah, that's. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed her character. Even though she helped murder a kid six years earlier, but yeah, <laughs> that's like the weird thing about this movie because the main characters as teenagers, are, for the most part, are sympathetic. But it's also like they're they're murderers. How do you, who are you rooting for in this movie? <laughs> right. Right. I mean, I'm okay with um, Miss Wendy. Like, she... Uh-uh. <laughs> what? Mark, can I ask you, as okay. a fellow um, gay man... Okay. Um, <laughs> how do you feel about <laughs> Wendy? Look, Wendy... <laughs> she is like... I feel like she doesn't get enough credit as a mean, a mean girl. Uh-huh. Because she... She, she she crawled for Sarah Michelle Gellar to run. Yes, yes very much so. Yes, because every time I watch Prom Night, I be make, I could probably put it on pause. But when they damn when she meets up with the killer, I'm just like, oh, I just want to watch it because it was. I don't care how many times I watch. It. It's kind of like what um you said Ash about Sleepaway Camp. Like you act like you never seen it before. Mm-hmm. I just be sitting there watching, like, oh, I hope she gets away. I hope she gets away. But it's just like you, you, you know, she's not. And so, but it's just the <laughs> fact that because Wendy, out of all of the ones who like, they forget that you know they killed. Wendy knew she killed somebody, and she's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm trying <laughs> to get you. I'm trying to graduate and get the fuck up out of here because all y'all are some 
low life bastards, and I got other <laughs> shit playing for me and stuff like that. I love Wendy. I love her, but at I the same killed, time, <laughs> she's like, I killed a little girl, and I'm going to ruin her sister's prom night. Right. Exactly. Like I don't give a shit. She is Courtney from um, Jawbreaker. Yeah, I killed. Oh, I killed a kid. Yes. <laughs> I killed a kid. Who gives a fuck? Like give me my damn crown. <laughs> like crown me. Oh, uh, speed off of her little core. Mm-hmm. But I do have to say her her prom dress. Ugh. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm gonna it's eat a nice that. Dress. It's a it nice is. dress. Yeah. I um. I really, I liked, I, lo- I love her in this movie. She's my favorite character and actress in this, in this movie, even above Jamie Lee Curtis, which is weird because I think for me, I love Jamie Lee Curtis in the in this movie even much more so than in the Halloween movies. So Wendy like really, um, really like knocked Jamie Lee Curtis off her totem pole in this movie for me. I agree, I agree, and it's and Wendy and Kelly. I just really honestly got to think that Jamie Lee Curtis was just put in here just to sell the movie. She was. Yeah. Funny (laughs) thing, like Eve Plum, who played Jan from the Brady Bunch, she was supposed to play the role of Kim. But Mm. once Jamie was was interested in the film, they dropped Eve and was like, shoot, we got Jamie. Bring on the bucks. We can have a wider (laughs) distribution of this film. Wow, I, that's kind of fucked up. It's kind of like I could have been a cream queen, but no, that damn Jamie Lee Curtis, <laughs> Jamie, Jamie, Jamie. <laughs> that's showbiz, right? Yeah, but I do love Jamie in this in this world. She felt more natural, and she had a different chemistry with her friends in this movie than she had with Halloween. And I know they're playing, they're two completely different characters, so they should be portrayed differently. But I don't know, she's felt more natural and more comfortable in this movie. Right. And it might be her payday, because I read that she said that this was the first project where she made any money. So she's probably like, mm. I'm getting that check. <laughs> <laughs> I got that check. I'm going to do everything y'all need me to do. So, but at the same time, I just felt like she was, she was a good character. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like, because she was so oblivious to everything that was going on until the very last minute. And it's like, you know, but everybody else was like going, well, everybody was oblivious until they got their the demise. But it just seems that when she had her moment on stage to dance and everything, and then when the damn head, we, I'm, I'm jumping ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no. So I'm trying to figure out where can we. So everyone's, uh, it's the day of the prom. Everyone's um, getting excited, trying to figure out what they're going to do and just preparing. Well, there is a, a murder happens there. Uh, who was, was it just like a random girl they found in the old warehouse where Robin right, met her girl. demise? Yeah. They found a, a murdered woman and they're like, oh no, he's back. It's the anniversary of Robin's death, and he's back. And like right. the lieutenant's like, "How is that possible? Like, he's all disfiguring stuff. He was blah blah blah." Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. see, I was I was kind of a little confused with that. I was just like, "So who is this person?" Right. <laughs> well, that was an issue, not an issue. Criticism I had about the movie was that there were too many red herrings yeah. who were set up, and I don't know who those red herrings were for because. 
in my opinion, it's pretty obvious who the killer is halfway through the movie. Like, you, you uh-huh. figure certain things out. So, um, I don't know why they felt the need to have that many bright hearings. Right. I, I guess they were trying to give, like, the feel of, like, Black Christmas, um, which, you know, we all know is also a Canadian movie because... Didn't Black Black Christmas had a lot of red herrings too, but it's like those red herrings made sense. They connect to the sorority, correct? Mm-hmm. Am I correct in yeah. saying it? You know, so it's just like, oh, it's this guy who they found this in this place, and then it might be this the janitor, it might be this person. It's like, but none of those people, like, why would they sit there and be mad that these kids killed a little? It, it had to be somebody close to them, you know. So that's my thought. So. Right. Yeah, and then they were trying to play it off like as the uh, the janitor mm-hmm. could be the killer. I was mm-hmm. like, he was just weird, and just it felt like they just put him there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and oddly attractive. I thought he was actually attractive. If you take away some of the shit off his face uh-uh. and just look at him as a regular guy, he looked like he could get it. I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm just gonna sip on my. Hold on. <laughs> but yeah, he was set up as Red Harry, and so was uh, the school bully as well. Okay, right, right, Mr. Unibrow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was pretty bad. <laughs> I just kept looking at him like, let me just get my tweezers and just. But, uh, <laughs> that's the movie right there, right? <laughs> So moving forward, um, yeah, so a body was discovered and they believe that a sex offender who was blamed for Robin's death has escaped from the psychiatric facility. So the lieutenant and um, uh, Nick's father, wait, yeah, the lieutenant who's actually Nick's father decides to start investigating what's going on. So moving forward... We have what we can say it's it's the night of the prom. So you have mm-hmm. Kelly with her her man Drew, and then you have Kim with Nick. Um, Wendy is with the school bully, and what's the other friend's name? I'm so sorry. Um, Jude, yeah, mm-hmm. Jude, who decides to go to prom with the random guy that took her to school that morning. And she's like all magically in love with him. They were so cute together. They were yeah. cute. <laughs> yeah. They were cute. So we could talk about like the first kill. And spoil. Talk about it. So the first kill is actually Kelly. Mm. Yes. So Kelly, who's like the airhead. Slash virgin among the group of friends. Her and her boyfriend are in the changing room and they're about to get nasty, but she's like, uh uh-uh, uh, like, I'm good. I don't want to do this no more. And he gets mad and he storms off. Such and, a dick. Yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, I can find someone else who will do it. <laughs> I'm like, she can too. Exactly. <laughs> so Kelly meets her this. Demise, and it's kind of sad. I felt yeah. this one, right? Yeah, right. I was so upset. I was like, "Oh, why that good girl had to go?" I could see she was running around a little bit more, 
and then she meets her demise though but it was just like she didn't see it coming literally like yeah like she and she was still a virgin you know they always say the rules and everything Mm -hmm. it's like you know i can see if she had sat there and did it and then you know be like well there you go so but she was the first time i was like well randy's little theory about virgins is not correct or just the 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 theory in general because that poor child was the first one to go (laughs) yeah maybe because she was naked does that count <laughs> you know what? It probably is. You know, once the once the um the breast starts showing, that's when the killer starts. Like you know, you gotta go. You gotta go. You know. So. And you're off. <laughs> <laughs> and then we move on to this is actually one of my favorite kills in this in this movie. I don't know why I laugh because it's not funny, but <laughs> it's Jude and the guy's name is Slick. So, Jude and his shawty, they are getting nasty in the van, and they're smoking pot. They're having a good time. Hello, <laughs> Halloween, too. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. And um, they're getting ready to go another round, and the killer shows up, and Jude gets killed. What's interesting about this scene is that Judas killed instantly, and but the pursuit is with her boyfriend, who is, uh, you know, in the in the context of this story, he's a new character and not right. at all not at all affiliated with the murder of Robin. So I I wonder like why I mean I'm, I know I'm picking apart the movie, but I wonder why they chose to like have him be the one that's pursued and have Jude killed so quickly. That was just I- odd to me. Oh, that that's a good question. I was, I was like, <clears throat> is is he still going? Is he? I mean, he could have he could have sped off, but the killer was what? <laughs> Jumped yeah, in the van and kept attacking him. <laughs> I was like, that van. I'm like, I'm surprised he was going in circles. Hell, I was trying to figure out how the guy got out there that quick. Uh, how you know how the killer got out there that quick? Because mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't come. I I don't know the landscape or the um the geography of the area they was in though. But I was like. He must did some long walking to get to where they <laughs> end. He, it's like, how can you stalk the people at the school and then you had time to sit there and stalk everybody who left the school? It just, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he had a thought of, uh, maybe Robin was talking to him like, kill him. <laughs> they, 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 at the, they at the cliff. Go on here and knock him out. <laughs> That'd be an interesting take, actually. <laughs> oh, I actually yeah. like that. Who was, um, I'm, I'm going back a little bit. Um, when all the girls are introduced in the high school, there's a blonde friend. <gasps> named she was Zane. my favorite. Yeah, and she <laughs> she was really good, and she had good chemistry. Like, but who? Why was she there? Like, I feel like that like was one of the other actresses not available Vicky. to shoot that day. Yeah, it was kind I of where she's her. a surrogate character. I did too. Like she, <laughs> I guess she was kind of like that little comic relief. Mm-hmm. Because, like, every time she was in a scene, it was something funny. Yeah. Yeah. She was, so. yeah. It's, but it was also just like, why is she there? I like her. And I would have, like, seen a nice death scene. But, oh, well. Right. Did she pop oh. up at the end? Was she at the, one of the people in the crowd? I can't remember. Yeah. She was all throughout the entire film. <laughs> the only thing I could think of she served was just to prove that these people have made other friends in the last six years. Yeah. I don't know. That's all I can think of. 
Okay, I'm. A, I guess some y'all remind me when we get to towards the end. I guess that reminds me of something. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's. So we're moving on, and then so the lieutenant has been informed that the sex offender offender that was blamed for Robin's death has been caught, but the killings are still happening. So the next person on the list is Wendy. And all Wendy wanted was someone to give her mascara so she could touch up on her makeup. Mm -hmm. Even though her makeup already looked good. (laughs) Just in case now, just in case. Right. True, true, true. She was such an asshole. She was. I was just like, dang, like what who who's uh, what's going on? Why are you so angry? I love her chase scene. It's yes. one of the best in horror right. film history, in my opinion. Yes. yes. The iconic scene where she's running out and then the killer comes out and you can see her, it was like, you know, the, the shot with him, but like, she's standing between his legs, what I'm trying to say. I'm not saying, but it's just the fact that that, that look of horror, it's like mm-hmm. iconic for me. So. And also, like, when she's hiding in that coat closet, I think we all know now that the janitor was also in the closet with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he's in the corner, which is a weird thing they did because it didn't add, I don't know, it didn't really add to the story. <laughs> <laughs> it would build suspense of that scene. Right. But yeah, her, her chase scene, it was like, if there was no witty chase scene, we would not get the hell in chase scene. No. Yes. Yes. So. I, I said she 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 ran, she crawled for Helen to to bolt, rather. Yeah. <laughs> and I really gave up. I'm like, I'm done. Just go ahead. I'm done. Yeah. About it, breath. <laughs> it's funny how she was in such an isolated part of the high school where there's a big party at the auditorium. Like, like there's nothing else around. That school mm. is so weird. <laughs> yeah, Hamilton High is a child. I don't want to go to Hamilton High at all. It is a weird school. Oh, like so she's in the biology lab. Okay, so we got the biology lab. Where else is she going? Is the re does the remake also is that set at Hamilton High as well? I was trying uh, to figure it out and I cannot recall. Let me look at it right quick. Yeah. Because that's the only thing that links any of these films together. It's Hamilton <laughs> the High. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I haven't seen that the 08 version in a while. Does it say? I'm going to go look it up. Um, I, I consider please. 08 to be Prom Night 5, not even just 3, because it's so... I mean, right. none of these movies really follow each other except for 2 and 3. But, right. Yeah, so just call it Part 5 and call it a day. Right. Well, I, Bridgeport, that's where it's at, but it doesn't say... Mm. No, it doesn't say. Okay. We just going to imagine it is. What? Yeah. Oh, maybe I'll maybe I'll rewatch it. Maybe I'll force myself to rewatch it. Mm, I actually own it. I just uh-huh. and that one has another <laughs> that one has another good chase scene. So yeah, I pissed. It does. Yeah. What was the girl? What was the best friend's name? Lisa. Lisa. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember the bloodless chasing. 
That <laughs> movie came out in that weird time when all these horror movies were given a PG-13 rating because they wanted to maximize mm-hmm. the profit. And so what that meant was all the blood and things that were given our rating were cut out and ultimately saved for the DVD that still didn't really have them. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Wow. That's the way I get because I was like, th- that's how I saw the movie was on DVD. And I was like, mm-hmm. child. Because <laughs> Prom Life 5 could have been actually really good, but they just, uh, they didn't really give it its due. Not to um, deviate off any, f- look, FYE had an unrated edition they came with a bonus disc called Body Count, Investigating the Murders of Prom Night, a 22-minute documentary about the murders of various characters in the movie. I wish I'd have seen it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know nothing about that. The FYE um, was the only one that got a chance to dis- uh, distribute that disc, so I'm pretty sure it's on YouTube somewhere. I've looked for it. Probably. Because <laughs> <laughs> don't tell how much someone's going to try, uh, try to sell it on Amazon or eBay. So, you want this? You're gonna have to come up with $250 <laughs> plus shipping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's gonna be 13 probably by itself. 1322. Right. So, before we move on to like the final act, we have that awesome dance scene. Auntie Jamie is dancing her ass off. She shows her <laughs> what she got and her little uh, boyfriend, um, Nick. Yeah. Yes. I kind of could tell it was a little awkward in some parts of the dance routine. It was a little awkward, but looking up some trivia, oh. some scenes were kind of, it had a, a, a double, like a stunt oh. double because mm. some, of the, some of the dance routine was a little difficult for the actor to catch up on. So they had a stunt double <laughs> come in. I know that's not no laughing. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like Jamie Curtis, like, yo, you need to keep up. Like, <laughs> like you, you slacking, you slacking. You just have to fuck up this goddamn scene. <laughs> I'm Ooh, dancing that, my ass wolf. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of um when RuPaul and um Michelle Visage sat there, did they? They was on stage performing. You can sit, you can easily tell their body doubles up there. They ain't doing all the crazy stuff. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, the actor Casey Stevens had trouble keeping up with Jamie during the filming of the dance scene. So, and she's a well trained dancer, which I did not know. And, oh. uh, and he was inexperienced, so a dance double was used. When the dancing got too difficult for him, so so and you can kind of tell because there's so scenes. I'm like, okay, he's kind of he's like a second behind. What's going on? Why does he look uncomfortable? Yeah, but he was adorable. I liked him. I know. Either poor guy passed away like after the movie, and there's not like a really? lot of information. Yeah, on, yeah of AIDS. AIDS. And there's oh my god, not a lot of information. I'm like, he he was good looking actor and he was very capable in this role i would like to see more from him and him and jamie actually dated during the production of this film oh they did uh-huh <laughs> why are you laughing more? <laughs> I, I know let that man rest in peace but it's just the fact that they dated then she probably like that look 
No. Look. No. Look. Look. You need to catch up. You act like we didn't. We didn't like practice this last night. Like you need to catch up. You expect with my check here. My check. Look. I, look. I, I, I can see her right now because you know y'all know she sit there and put some bad in their place in a minute. You know. So. I didn't know that she had that reputation until like two years ago. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> yes, I was like that, that whole meme of her fussing at somebody and then taking a sip. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I knew Jamie Lee Curtis always got somebody together. I always knew it. I just knew it. She had that look in her face, like, yeah, I'm a screen, I'm a smile all day long, but you cross me the wrong way, I'm gonna let your ass out. <laughs> so I've been sitting there seeing them on the set, and I'm pretty sure everybody was like, oh, it was a great time on the set. And I, she going to the, they go home that night, they probably going on the date. What's wrong with you? I'm just trying to figure out why you can keep up today on, on, on set. Like, <laughs> I'm just trying to figure it out. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I some bitch not have one set of the prom night for no reason. Exactly. Because they said they dated. She, he probably like, I can't do this. And so she's probably like, well, look, I, I told you what time it was. All you, all you got is one job. And I need you to go ahead and do this damn dance, these steps, so we can get this together. So I'm just saying, y'all. I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just saying what everybody thinks. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm done. So <laughs> moving, moving on. So we're getting ready for for Kim and Nick to get their uh, prom king and queen, um, like crowns and all that stuff, and be introduced. So right when that happens. The bully gets got and gets decapitated, and his head just goes a tumbling down the aisle, and that just puts everyone in a frenzy. So I love how everyone's like they stay there. They stand there for a second, and they like realize they're like, "Oh shit, uh, uh-uh, we're gone." And I love how everyone just like runs out. Now it would have been interesting. Yeah. That would have been me. Like, wait, what is that? Is that a head? Mm-hmm. Is that a unibrow? <laughs> oh, I'm gone. <laughs> they done got the unibrow. I'm good. Like, what is this? That's if you're not too stalled to be like, what the fuck is <laughs> What is this? I paid too much money what for these it? tickets. Exactly. Uh, like, yo, y'all hey. dropping dummy. Y'all, y'all dropping dummy heads on the stage and shit. What the hell's going on here? <laughs> Everybody so start every- running. What we running for? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I would have been the first one out the door, like, uh-uh, no. <laughs> Bye, Carrie. <It's> like, <laughs> oh, <Hope you> shit. <laughs> so uh everyone's running out. Kim's Kim and um Nick are like, what what's going on? Uh-uh, what's going on? Here's the killer. So um they all three of them are putting up a fight. They're going back and forth. Nick gets hurt. So it's up to Kim to uh, save the day. And fun fact, Jamie did all of her stunts in this film. Mm. Yes. Mm. So, um, yeah, so Kim and Nick are fighting the killer. Kim, what was it? She, what she picked up and like smacked him against the head with? What's the it was right? an axe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So instead of like chopping him, she like knocks him up against his head. And he's like, oh no, oh no. He's like, 
walking around like, oh, no, what's going on? Oh, no, no, no. And then it goes into the flashbacks of to the scene where Robin uh, gets killed. And you realize who the killer is. Oh, oh sorry. That's Mara. She's like, sorry. <laughs> Bentley knows. <laughs> oh, no, that was my little dog. Sorry. Oh. Anyway, so the killer is Alex. I know he was a killer, but he had a really nice body. Did you guys he see? Was like, <laughs> Wait, yeah, yes. he was built. <laughs> but yes, come to find out, the killer is Alex. He witnessed his sister falling out of the window and laying there. And he's like, uh-uh, y'all done kill my sister. I'm going to get y'all during senior prom. Yeah. And I forget. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do that during prom six years later. Because listen, I don't know why. if that my sister had <laughs> fell out that damn window, they would have got their ass got right then on site. Like, oh, mm-hmm. hell no. And so he had a lot of resolve to keep all that in and just like yeah. he had six years to plot and plan and be like, I've got y'all motherfuckers. And the heart, the crazy thing is that he, all of these were his older sister's closest friends. And she ended yeah. up dating the guy. It's just like, yeah, he's good because my face would have sat there, but he, but he really didn't care for them anyway. And it, it seems like he didn't really care for them like that, but I, I mean, was it me? Cause I, I probably missed it. Did he seem like so, he was cool with them? No, because I think in the beginning, then he said, like, they don't want to play with us anyways, or something like that. Right. Yeah, because they were younger. That's what I assume, you know. He knew what was up. (laughs) Right. He said, I'm going to make sure y'all get got on y'all prom night. (laughs) One last thing. One thing I I do. Okay, I know I'm picking this movie apart. I swear I do love this movie. But... (laughs) (laughs) When the killer is making all these phone calls, where is he? Where is Nick? Or is it, yeah, where is the killer? Because he should be in in class at this point. I bet you he was in his dad's office. I, and that's what I thought, but was he? I, I don't know. It was just like, where were you? It has to be some, I don't know. That's a good question. But he's at school and everybody else is getting ready for school. So, I mean, was he... I don't, I don't know. Whatever. I'm not going to think too hard about it. It's an 80s slasher film. <laughs> but <laughs> just some food for thought if they do another remake. Oh. <laughs> yeah. They, it's, I think that's a, it's, it's a remakeable movie. It, I mean, it has a, a, you know, a good premise that can be transferred over to another generation or something. Mm-hmm. Um, they tried but, it before. Yeah, I, I, Even if just Alba couldn't save it. That's what I was going to mention, because, you know, in this movie, you had Kim, Nick, and you could say, what's the, uh, the little friend, Vicky, because even though she wasn't in, the, in, the, in danger, you know, she still survived. It kind of reminded me of the end of the prom night ripoff thriller. Oh my gosh. And <laughs> I was like, because I was like watching thriller, I was like, too many people survived that damn movie. And I was like, 
and then on top of that, the, the um the similar it, it had similar si- situations. Somebody fell off a goddamn balcony, mm-hmm. and then they all blamed it on one person. That person got sent to jail. He he gets out, but it's not him. It's the guy. It's the girl's boyfriend from when they were like what ten. And he was just that damn angry to go and knock all his friends off. And it was just like... I hated that movie. So I kind of want to go back and watch it. <laughs> <Child>. <laughs> what is it with like people falling out of the balcony? Like, First of all, why y'all play in a, an abandoned warehouse? Houses. Yes. And you know that's what their new... Is, um, Bring It On Halloween movie is going to be about. Why would you go cheer in a fucking abandoned, creepy warehouse? Like, why? You're just, you you asking to get got. You're asking for something bad to happen to you. <laughs> like, rule number one, do not do anything in an abandoned building where shit looks like it's it's, it's decrepit and your ass can make one little you can you can trip over a crack and end up cracking your damn skull. Don't do <laughs> Basically. it. Basically, don't do it. We got our asses beat for doing shit like that. And I understood why. You know, when I was a kid, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I see now why we weren't supposed to be doing this because I could have fell off the damn cliff and broke my goddamn neck. Right. <laughs> I so, but yeah. Oh I, man, a mess. But I wouldn't mind seeing seeing another prom night film remake I think I would like to would y'all want to see like a remake off of like this film or maybe Mary Lou um what is that um yeah, would I like to see another Prime movie? Absolutely. I, I don't. If as far as it being a remake, it doesn't matter at this point because, like I said earlier, this entire series is nothing but a bunch of reboots. Anyway, right. like none of the stories are really connected. But, um, but yeah, I think you can tell another horror film set around prom season. Right. I, I I think it's long overdue, and like it's like what you said earlier, Devin. It's like. Do it right, though. You know, give us the blood. And I'm not a big gore hound, but if y'all got to go there, then do it. But just give us something where it's relevant. You know, I mean, you can do it around social issues or something like that. You know. Or, oh gosh, no. Just. You know, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying it could be just something. I'm just saying, like, make it relevant. Make it relevant, but make it good. You know. Yeah. Don't beat us over the head with the social issues, but just be like, you know, okay, y'all set the stage. Put hell, do something similar to Buffy the Vampire Slayer Slayer Fest '98. Just just put a bunch of girls together from different schools that were probably the mean girls, and then just pick them off one by one. Who's the meanest bitch in this group? You know, something <laughs> like that. You know, and give us some more bitch and dance moves too. Yes. Yes. I kind of have that dance scene a little memorized. I got some of the parts. I'm like, oh, I could do this. <laughs> Ooh, guess hey. what you're doing when we meet up hey. in person, Ash? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <A> dance off. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I am down. Let, let's do it. But, <laughs> so, how would out of, huh, let's see. 
out of mascaras. <laughs> what, what would tubes of mascaras? What would you boot? Oh, what would you rate this movie? Out of uh, five, maybe. Uh, out of five. Oh. I will give it <laughs> two and a half. <laughs> I love this movie, but it's not a three star movie by any stretch of the imagination. But I do love this movie. Okay, okay. Two and a half tubes of mascara. What about you, Mark? Um, now that Gray have, has eviscerated the movie, pretty much. Uh, I'm not afraid. I'm sorry, Devin. Not that Devin has eviscerated the movie. I'm sorry, because Gray must be talking about me. We were talking about ages earlier. He probably called my ass out like, why the fuck you asked about my age? Anyway, so um, Al, like Devin said, he eviscerated the movie. Um, I'm gonna give. I would say 2.5 as well, but I'm gonna give it a three for the chase scene alone. Mm. That chase yeah. scene gave me the. It, it, it's a point five for me. It, it, you know, <laughs> it, it, it elevated it up to another level. Okay. Yeah, that was definitely a standout the movie. Yeah, I. I'm gonna be difficult. I'm gonna say 2.75 tubes <laughs> of mascara. <laughs> Hey, y'all can round it up to a three. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is a, I like this movie. It's always playing like on Pluto or something like that. So mm-hmm. like if I have nothing else to watch, I'll definitely watch this. And I feel like it's a decent gate, like gateway horror film. Like, so mm-hmm. if you're wanting to introduce someone to horror who are, who is like iffy and like don't want to see all that blood, gore, and all that stuff. This is a perfect film. I feel like I will probably show this to my sister. Because oh, I want her to be like me. Okay. Because it's a very standard and oftentimes cliched horror film. But when the movie was made, like that standard wasn't created yet. So it wasn't cliched mm. at the time. It is now, but right at the time so it's 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 a good movie it has some energy in it right yeah and if they ever could get a a decent negative of the film because i don't care what release they put out it's like it gets darker and darker and you be like squinching yeah like oh god have you okay so i was gonna bring that up next i actually do recommend if you haven't gotten it like the scream factory blu-ray Okay. Um, cause I, cause I had like two DVDs of this and especially during, um, Oh, the girl who the boyfriend dumps her cause she doesn't want to give it up during mm-hmm. that scene. It's really, really dark. Like it's almost black, but for some, but on the, they do a really good transfer on the shelf factory DVD. Okay. Or shelf factory. Blue. I'm actually watching it right now. And it's actually really well lit. Okay. I might. Yeah. That was one of the scenes that I struggled with. Mm-hmm. I was squinting like, hold on. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So I feel like it will be awesome if we share some of our prom night moments. If we ever had some. So (laughs) what? Just the season. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So what are some like prom memories that you still like think of or well, okay, so back in the 1900s when I went to Price uh-uh. <laughs> um, 
so I didn't really have a social life in high school um, oh. until prom. And I actually feared my entire high school experience that I was never going to go to prom. So, but I know while I wound up asking a friend of mine and for the story, I'll call her Kelly. Okay. So, and Kelly and I were really good friends and I said, Hey, let's just go to the prom. No, I was going to ask her, but I was too shy to ask her. So then I wound up asking one of my other friends, we'll call her Jesse. Um, Cause we both like shared our anti social energy with each other. Um, so I asked Jesse to prom and great. And the minute I asked her to prom, our relationship like deteriorated like very quickly (laughs) (laughs) where she didn't like me that much. And I didn't like her that much, but we had committed to going to prom together. I bought the tickets. I was getting my tux. I had to get an ivory tux because her corsage was ivory or something like that. I don't know, but she made me get ivory and ivory tux. Long story made short. I later found out that Kelly was asked, was waiting for me to ask her to the prom (laughs) and I never did. So she wound up going with somebody else. So we had a plan to ditch our dates during the middle of prom and like just go off and like eat food together or something like that. So we get to the prom and everybody's having a good time. I'm dancing. I'm having a much better time than I thought. And we just decided to stick with our dates. (laughs) (laughs) So for our prom night, for our prom dinner, we were going to go someplace really fancy, but you know, everything was closed late at night. We wound up going to White Castles and eating our burgers in the car. And I was had braces at the time. And I remember my date looking over at me and saying, I don't like the way you chew your food. So oh. I dropped her off. <laughs> so let's go home. <laughs> so let's go home. So I drop her off. And this is probably three o'clock in the morning. I take her to, you know, to the foyer of her house and everything. And I, I lean over to give her a hug, but I can sense that she's like, leaning in for a kiss and i'm like no so i just like leave and give her a hug <laughs> and i leave it at that and i think that's how a lot of people in our senior senior class as we we're graduating found out i was probably gay because i did not like hit it or whatever wow good times wow wow i'm I guess sorry I'll, I'll go next <laughs> oh yeah so, I didn't really care much for my seer prom. It was just meh. But mm. junior year, I went to a church prom. It was a... Mm. Um, that was when I was still, like, trying to figure out, like, who I wanted to be. And, like, was, like, experimenting, like, different, like, religions and all that stuff. And one of my childhood friends, she's Mormon. So, I was just, like, going to their, her church a lot. And... They had their prom. So I went and that was like one of the best proms I've ever been to. Mm. Like everyone was like so friendly and just I had a good time. I could there was like no pressure. Mm. Like I didn't have to worry about like, oh my gosh, I need a date. Like, why can I why can I find a date? Like people are having a good time. If a guy see you like by yourself without someone to dance with, like he'll come up and ask you to dance. Like it was just no pressure. Aww. So much fun. And it's like, who would have thought a church prom would be Ooh. better than a high school prom? I can imagine. And I'm I'm not asking like <laughs> if you guys were virgins when you went to high when you went to your prom, but was there a certain pressure that you guys felt around that time to have sex that night? Oh no! With anybody? 
I felt like that was a thing, like in high school, like high school proms. Yeah. At least in movies, it was like the, the climax of the prom is. I mean, no pun intended. Is sex <laughs> with I somebody? How, how that came about? People are. Su- I do remember I was a virgin, and but I was also fully aware that I was gay. And I'm like, oh great, do I have to have sex with this chick tonight? Like, is that the thing? And I remember me buying. Uh, like these pills, because <laughs> I Wait, thought what? I would need buying these. Pills. These pills are basically a pill form of what we call of Red Bull. That's all they are. But I thought I had to take these, and so I can be like you know aroused to have sex with this, with this chick that night. Luckily, she turned out to be an asshole, so I didn't have to use the pills anyway. But um, I thought I would have to do that in order to be aroused to see have sex with her. That's all. Probably TMI right now. No. <laughs> Not at all. Because I, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Mark? What's some prom memories you have? Well, it's a mixture of both of y'all's. Um, because basically I was very anti-social my senior year in school. I went through this whole because most of my friends had graduated the year before, so I was like, Oh, I'm stuck with you assholes. So <laughs> but I was one of those kids that was, even though I was like antisocial, I was still like that movie person. And I'm like, you know, I want to experience prom like they did in like, uh, they didn't have a prom house party though, but you know, just like stuff like that, or 16 candles or like, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to yeah. experience prom. And so I joined the committee and all this stuff. And then as we got closer and closer to the prom, everybody was like, Mark, you all, you you bringing prom books to school and you showing out tuxedos and dresses to everybody. Who the fuck are you bringing to prom? Because mm. we know nobody here is going to go with you to prom. And I was like, I have Damn. a date. And they were like, who, who gonna date? who's going to take you to prom? Like, for real. So we, because they wanted to go find somebody to clown. And my brother had actually got his, well, not his, now his wife, but his, at the time girlfriend's cousin to be my prom date but she stayed in Memphis and we ought to went on a date and every time that we went on the date her mom was calling her phone like every five minutes mm. where are you who are you with and so I'm like if you can't tell your mom that you're with me then that's gonna be a problem on prom night so my parents was just trying to figure out like what you're gonna do I'm like yeah, I don't want to go to prom because I was listening to prom <laughs> committee stuff and they was talking about doing certain things and and you know the pressure of like who go who you taking. I'm like, I got a prom date. Don't think that I don't have a date. It's just that I don't want to bring them because it's I, a lot of I got, yeah, it was pressure, but at the same time, I realized getting closer to the end of the um school year. And I don't know if they're going to listen to this. Not I just hated everybody at school. I hated everybody. And so I was saying to myself, why would I sit here and pay um, some amount of dollars, put all this money on trying to press you motherfuckers that I got to see for just two more weeks? Mm-hmm. So my parents were like, what you going to do? We, we want to get you a limousine or something? I said, give me all the money y'all have collected for me to go to prom with. And I would take it and go somewhere else. So prom night, when everybody went to prom night, I actually went to Memphis in May in um, downtown Memphis. My brother took me down there with his um, best friend, um, his girlfriend, 
and the girl I was gonna take the prom. She we desperate. That was that was my prom. Was Memphis and May walking around like we was on on Bill Street. We was on Bill Street walking around, and then as I looked around, I noticed that a lot of my classmates was down there too. <laughs> and I'm like, what are y'all doing here? And they they had their prom stuff, and they were like, oh, prom was boring. They actually put. They just told me how prom was. And they were like, yeah, prom was born, so everybody's literally going meet, to meet up down here. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and so no. I ended up leaving So I ended up leaving Memphis in May. I was like, I, my brother's like, what's wrong with you? I said, like, everybody's moving there. I said, let's, let's go, let's go, let's go. Because I was really not really feeling anybody. Even the friends mm. I did have in my senior class, I wasn't feeling them. And they ended up going down to the Peabody, which is where everybody usually pull up at to go do the do. But yeah, and then Monday morning, it was just like everybody come back with just like I think they caught up with my hatred for everybody because everybody was like on wit's end. And so I decided to play a little game. I'm just little story time. I do y'all remember Sweet Valley High? Yes. Oh my gosh, sorry. I just got too excited. Yes. I love Sweet Valley High. Yes. Okay, you remember Sweet Valley High had a book called Slam Book Fever? Yes. I did a slam book. Oh, no, you didn't. Yes, I did. And I sat there <laughs> and this shit, when I tell you I was literally Regina George with, <laughs> by, the, by the time the school, by the time school, I, I'm not bullshitting y'all. I was like standing there looking at everybody. You said this is about me, you old bitch. And I was like, yes. Oh yes. Is, is this like oh. the burn book? Well, it's, yeah, it's like the burn book, but pretty much a slam book is like, because and I had created the slam book before I even read the actual book. It's like a superlative book. Best, you know, best dancer, best, you know, this, this, and that. But then, you know, some people tend to take the slam book and they tend to take it another direction. Mm-hmm. And I knew they were going to do that because I knew people were petty. So you have somebody be like, you know, best, um, best female athlete. And then somebody would put up under there so and so so and so, and they'll put a parentheses thanks to steroids or something like that. And you know, or they'd be like, you know, best kisser, and then she has this, this, and that also. It was just like, Damn. so I got the slam book back, and I'm like, Mark, let me see the slam book. I'm like, you don't want to see it. And they'll snatch it out of my hand, and they'd be like, who said this? And I'm like, well, the last person who had the slam book was this person. And then they go back, who, who wrote this in the book? Bitch, who wrote this in the book? Wait a minute, hold up. Why are you calling me a bitch? I didn't sit there and write that. I was like, yes, yes. Because I was, y'all don't realize how angry I was in school. And it was just because I told them, like, y'all, I'd sit there. When we did our last Will and Testaments, I sat there and told my entire class, I don't want to see any of y'all ever again. And I said, the next time I see y'all, I hope that y'all are like, knocked up, this, this, and that, and everything. And then even the people who were in my class was like, Mark finally stepped up and just told everybody to go fuck themselves. And everybody actually cheered my ass on because they were like, all the years you got bullied and teased and stuff like that, and you just sat there and took it. And it was just like, instead of me doing what Nick, what Nick but Alex did in the movie, Instead of me, I just took all that anger and rage and just sat there and just put it in a um, slam book in the last will and testament and just said, fuck all y'all. Now our 20 <laughs> year anniversary is this year and they're blowing up my um, DMs for me to come to the reunion. So I'm like, uh-uh. I, I may show up. Yes. 
See, I wanted to do that so bad. Like, we had a seer day. I'm sorry to anybody who uh, I went to school with, if y'all listening to this. Yeah, (laughs) I was going to say the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, we had, like, a seer day. And I always said, like, you know what? I'll grab this microphone and just let everybody in here have it. Because, like, the whole seer, uh, seer thing, like, oh, best smile, funniest person it was a bunch of bs because i'm like uh-uh right. this person's not funny y'all only voting her because you know, they're popular and that's one of the reasons why i didn't get the um yearbook because i was just like no 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 but i was but like just hearing you saying i'm like damn i wish i would have done that <laughs> yeah because yeah. some of y'all need to be checked <laughs> right right and you know when you have a lot of anger like that and you like you like like you said I, I forgave a lot of them. Hell, some of them I'm actually real cool with right now, but it's just the fact that at that time, and everybody was like, well, well Mark, um, you know, we sorry. I'm like, y'all not sorry. Y'all just sorry that I said something to y'all. But um, <laughs> when we had our tenure class reunion, I came back and I actually didn't want to go. And then they decided to have a prom thing. And I had actually, I was actually in my, pajamas and stuff and my high school good judy came knocking on my door she stayed down the street dressed to the nines and she was like the fuck is wrong with you why are you in your pajamas i said i'm finna crawl in the bed watching a movie she said no you coming to this goddamn um reunion i don't want to go by myself so i threw in a quick outfit and went out there and then she told me this is this you could just say that this was your way of redeeming the fact that you didn't ever have a prom and i was like i really wasn't like upset about that but the, Deep down the side, I was because all my younger cousins asked me about prom and stuff. I'm like, I really ain't got no story to tell y'all because I didn't go. And but yeah, so yeah, high school was just um, a weird, crazy yeah. time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm glad I'm out of it. Right. <laughs> I know. I always look back. I'm like, man, if I would have done this. Things would have changed. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> oh well, everything happens for a reason. Exactly. So, listeners, that's the end of our show. But we do have some stuff that we would like to share to y'all. Um, but first, Devin, where can our listeners find you? You can find me at I need you Jesse.com. And you can also follow me on <laughs> <laughs> You can also find me on, on, um, on uh, Instagram and Twitter at I Need You, Jesse. Okay, okay. And Mark, I believe you have some news you would like to share. Yes, I am finally joining the podcast game after Woo-hoo! years of debating it and putting a little foot in and putting a little foot out. <laughs> I'm finally joining the podcast game. Hopefully, well, my goal is to for the podcast to launch on May 23rd, which is my birthday, and it'll be called hey. Midnight Social Distortion, where nice. all things my gay blurdom, pop culture, and horror collides. So that's where yeah. you will probably find me on all, hopefully all podcasting apps, and you also can find me on Instagram. Um. Marco Estes and also Midnight Social Distortion and on Twitter you can find me on The Anti-Critic 
Yes, I'm so excited for Me you. Too. Thank y'all. Yes. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. <laughs> well, Ash, I mean, yes. you about to pop something too? Pop, pop, pop. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, y'all can find me on Twitter at Ash to Ashes. That's Ash with the X in the middle, Ashes. And I have some news myself. I am um, starting my own show, which is going to be a spinoff from uh, Kill the Dead podcast. Whoop, whoop. And it's called Rise from the Dead podcast. And I am Hi. super excited. I'm sorry. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> yes. I am super, super excited. Like, I'm ready to record my first episode, like, now. Oh. But, um, <laughs> actually, tonight's episode is my friend. I'm just kidding. But, um, <laughs> the premise of it, I'm like cheesing. Like, I am so geeking. But, sure. um, <laughs> the premise of it, uh, myself and a special guest, we're going to review lesser known horror films. Because um, mm. there's a shit ton of them out there that not yes. a lot of people are aware of. And we're going to review and then we're going to uh, determine if the movie should rise from the dead or stay buried. Yes, God. So I, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Um, I'm recording my first episode at the end of May and I am dropping um, the first week of June. So stay tuned. God. Yes, God. Yeah. <laughs> yes, God. <laughs> but yes, that that is our show for today. Once again, thank you for listening to Kill the Dead podcast. Stay tuned for all these fabulous shows that are about to launch very shortly. 